This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Uh, with that said, let's welcome in Chris Plank. What's up, dude? How are you, buddy? Um, Bedlam did not go well for the Sooners last night, Bob. <laughs> no, it did not at all. Like, like whoa. I, uh, we had, uh, yesterday was the last day of school for our, for our girls. So we had like this end of school meeting at six ish and, uh, we didn't get out till about seven 15 at seven o'clock. By the time I turned on the game, it was like, well, this thing's over. So <laughs> yes. hopefully everyone gets something a little bit more competitive tonight, but man, I'm good. How are you? I'm ready for some softball this weekend. How I, are you? I, I am as well. One other note there on the, uh, on the bedlam game going into that game, Matt, we read this yesterday, but I believe over the last two weeks of the season, Oklahoma state's been averaging 14 runs a game. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yo, with the offense that they've been putting up last night and, uh, continued right there on pace. All right. So I have a very, um, HSOE ESPN type question for you here off the very top. Love it. And it is this, if there's an underrated player on this sooner softball team, Chris, who would it be in your opinion that does not get as much love as what they should? Riley Boone. There you go, right off Riley the bat. Riley Boone. So, um, you're going to laugh. Let me get here. Reading glasses. So, uh, this year, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I'm just getting older or if they're making the stats uh, much smaller. Regardless, uh, readers are a necessity. So, this is my, my favorite stat maybe this entire season. Riley Boone, who is, uh, she's the Owasso product. She's the only Oklahoma Sooner that's from Oklahoma. On this roster, her brother, of course, played college baseball at Oklahoma State. He's back in AAA now. He's in Albuquerque with uh, with the Dukes. I don't know if they're still the Dukes or not, but Isotopes, Isotopes. He's in Albuquerque. So, Pop, this is my favorite stat on Riley Boone. In her first three seasons combined, where she played 119 games and started 61 of those. You know, she's been pretty much about an everyday starter and, uh, you know, three of her four seasons here for Oklahoma, including the year that got shut down by COVID. She had a combined 13 walks in those three seasons. Now, keep in mind, she can hit for average. You know, she's a career 414 hitter, and she's right around 400 this season, but she's a speed demon. So when she gets on base, it's like a double or maybe even a triple. But she had only walked 13 times in her career. The most walks she'd had in a season was six. <laughs> this season, Riley Boone has 22 walks and she's been hit by three pitches. My goodness. Uh, which, I, I, so you can see 13 in three years combined, two full seasons, she drew just 13 walks. This year alone, she's drawn 22 and has hit by, uh, been hit by the same number of pitches that she did her entire um, career combined. And she's only struck out eight times this year. So Patty Gasso has taught me this is kind of a cool thing. Oklahoma, they look at walks and strikeouts and the team walk number should double the number of strikeouts um they're pretty close if you include the hit by pitches oklahoma as a team has drawn 243 walks slash hit by pitches this year and has struck out 128 times so they're right where they need to be uh and riley boone in that in that sense has just been incredible i'll tell you what she's awesome uh, i mentioned her brother she's got a great family her mom uh, gala is she's a pahuska hall of famer uh, they're just, they're a really cool Oklahoma family. Oklahoma means a lot to them as a state. Their Native American heritage means a lot to them. I just, she's got a great personality about her. She's a spark plug. So 
Jada Coleman gets all the hype, and understandably so. The three pitchers get to talk, specifically Jordy, understandably so. Tiari Jennings is probably going to crack the top 25 in career RBIs by the time this postseason wraps up. But uh, a player who probably deserves some all-Big 12 consideration and more buzz is definitely Owasso's Riley Boone, no question. And she is also and was one of the key cogs in that lineup with how they closed out last season because she hit 500 and scored eight runs in the final six games of the college world series last year for Oklahoma. So she finished hot and then ended up following up the season with the type of year that she's at again. She came in, uh, her first season was uh, the COVID year 2020 and pop. She was the starting center fielder from day one. And we went to Mexico and she got hurt. And now the season shut down the Sooners, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of wild to think where they were in 2020 when that season shut down. You know, that, that might have been a bit of a rough year. G. Wards had just got hurt. She was out for the year. Um, Taylor Snow had got hurt. Riley Boone had just got hurt. But she kind of, in a lot of ways, I, I think, took a bit of a redshirt year, if you will. Not a real life, but that 2021 season with, you know, you had Nicole Mendez, who was a senior. You had a little bit more depth in the outfield. And, you know, that could have been a year where after she was the everyday person in 2020 before the season shut down and she got hurt, she could have come back in 2021 and been, you know, bent because, hey, I'm a starter. I was brought here to start. I should be playing more than just getting five starts. But she didn't. You know, she stayed the path. And you hit it on the head. She was the energizer bunny at the end of 2022. And she's been one of the underrated stars of this team in 2023, no doubt. Well, it kind of speaks to the dominance of the team. You you mentioned her there just a few moments ago, but T.R. Jennings. So you said, what, we'll finish in top 25 in terms of like this RBIs year, yeah. this in, year? Yeah, in her, in her entire career. In her entire career. junior season, yeah. But, sorry, dude, she's another that. one, though, because of how loaded that they are that you could look at and production, no doubt. But just in terms of like overall, like uh, glowing reviews, because you can do that with so many different players on this. That's another one that is kind of, at least to me anyway, that you don't necessarily hear as much about her is what you do with some of the others. But it's like, what the hell would what a, would she mean if she was like placed in another team? She would oh, be, yeah. you know, she she would be like in the All American range for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 here's here you know it's funny you mentioned Tiara Jennings as well. Uh, here's the second leading hitter on the Sooners who is uh, third on the team in home runs, has 53 runs batted in, and it's considered somewhat of a down season. <laughs> so so stupid, man. You know, it's, it's funny. <laughs> so her, you, would love, you would love the families around this team, Pop. There are kind of people. And her dad, Nasio. And when I say all our kinds of people, that means they're fun. That means they don't – not everything bothers them. They go with the flow, and they're good time. Uh, her dad, Nasio. Uh, came up to me and, and he, you know, they live in LA, so they make as many of the trips as they can. But he hadn't been there for a while, and we were catching up last week. And he said, Tiare called me and said, Hey, Dad, I'm a, a, a final, I'm kind of, I'm a finalist for player of the year. And his response was, Really? Because you just, you take for granted how good it truly is compared to what, you know, we consider to be greatness. So, yeah, Boone gets lost in that mix. Hell, I think even Tiare gets lost in that mix. Definitely Alyssa Brito gets lost in that mix. But, it's kind of part of what's made this team so good is, you know, no one really cares about who gets the shine. Now, we'll see. You know, this the transfer portal's already open. I don't anticipate anyone bailing, but, you know, suddenly we're getting competitive in this world of NIL, and, you know, who knows what might happen. Maybe there is someone that gets, you know, Mackenzie Donahue got upset and went to Tennessee, and she's had a great run. 
Uh, there's their third baseman, Zeta Pooney, was here at Oklahoma. She had a great run. Kinsey Keltso's at Grand Canyon U. And, you know, for Kinsey, it wasn't necessarily a, an NIL thing, Pop, but it was just playing time. So, you know, Patty Gasso's had a tough balance, and she's talked about it because you have so many stars and you want to win, but you don't want to lose everyone at the portal. You want everyone to be happy, and I think they've done a really good job of balancing it. Before we get to the other teams that are in this regional, what's the weather sitch like right now? Did Good you guys question. get it earlier? No. Um, so here's the deal. we uh, It's perfect right now. Like I'm looking outside. It's a little overcast, and it's great outside. But there is a front coming out of the north that is kind of nasty. Okay. Um, but if we were playing at you know 630, the same start time for Bedlam Baseball tonight, I don't think there would be any problems. But the first pitch for softball – is right when this front is supposed to roll in. So I had I talked to Dr. Kevin Clazel today. He is uh, the the guru weather guy operations emergency management, and he told me there's no question we're going to play two games tonight. The only problem is what time will we start? So you know th- there might be a chance that a four o'clock first pitch doesn't happen until you know six o'clock tonight. There is okay. that chance, but as it stands right now, Pop, you know I'm I'm wrapping up with you and Matt, and I'm a uh, I'm going to head in my car and head on over to Marina Hines with the anticipation that we're going to start at 4 o'clock, but not overly optimistic. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, now to the teams that are here in Norman and the specific challenges that exist from from one just through your research. And I know you're only – you. I don't know how much prep that you've done on the others so far. Way but too much. With their, with their opening game that they have here. But, but give us kind of the lowdown on some of these teams that are here in Norman with the Sooners. Well, let me just – let me start with there's, – there's three really cool kind of angles to these matchups, right? Uh, OU plays Hofstra. Hofstra and OU played in 2019 pop in the only time that OU – played in that St. Pete Clearwater Classic to start the season, and it was the first home run of Grace Lyons' career and her first Grand Slam that she hit in that game. So OU has a 1-1 one one record all-time against Hofstra. 1-1. One one. They lost to him in 1996. That was pre-Patty. So um, <laughs> they're, in, they're in good shape against Hofstra. Interestingly enough, Hofstra's old head coach, Larissa Anderson, is now the head coach at Missouri. Interesting tie about Missouri. OU hasn't lost a Big 12 series since 2011. Now, there's some, you know, there's some balancing act there in the you know, mid-2010s. It was two-game series. So you win one, you lose one, you split. But they haven't lost a series since 2011, and that was to Missouri. So Missouri comes here for regional play. They've been here before. Um, I, I, I still don't know how they're in this tournament. They did not win a conference series until their final series of the season. And they got swept a couple of times. But, you know, in, in what I guess has become the norm now for the selection committee, you win one game out of three and you're good to go. So Missouri is not a very good team. Um, I, I've seen them play a lot this year. Uh, they've got a decent pitcher um, in Lauren Krings, Krings uh, who is their starter, uh, their their ace. But, I mean, she's she can be a little bit, wild you know she's thrown she's walked 33 batters in 152 innings she's hit a few uh and she's given up 20 home runs and opponents are hitting 263 against her so if they throw krings i think ou will have a banner day if it's missouri the other side of it is cal interesting side side note on cal cal in 2000 was the first ever wcws win that the oklahoma sooners ever had (laughs) in 2000 when they won the title they beat cal we played cal last year in hawaii and beat the snot out of them 
but they're a hard team to figure out too. They might have a Baylor has the best non-conference win, maybe the best win of the season in beating Oklahoma, right in the ninth game mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah, Cal might have the second best win UCLA. this season. They run ruled UCLA. Yeah. Now they lost two of those three games to UCLA, cool. but again, that run rule win is a big deal. So I, I don't know what to make of of Missouri and Cal. They're they're two teams that probably, if some of these mid majors had better resumes, wouldn't be here right now, but they've shown they're capable of beating some of the best teams in the country. So I don't know what to make of of what Cal and Missouri are going to bring. I I really think it's going to be OU and Cal tomorrow. But then again, you know, who, who knows in these two, three matchups? It's anybody's game all across softball right now. I don't even know, really know how to phrase this type of question because it involves around Patty. Um, but I, I guess I'm I'm more intrigued by Patty, almost in the same line that I'm intrigued by guys like Saban, guys like mm-hmm. Belichick, uh, Popovich there for a while that were at the top of their game, the elite of the elite, and what it's like uh, for them to stay at the top for a certain stretch and a certain amount of time. And then I just, I still see, you know, whether it was the Texas accusations that were kind of hinting around, maybe something that was happening, like how she views all of that, because she clearly loves the sport and wants what's best for her players. But uh, it's, it, it can, is it a motivating thing? Like, or does she just brush all that stuff aside? How, how does she move forward in just her overall presence of being who she is right now at the very top of the college softball world series and college softball world? Uh, great question, pop. I, I think it's very long and convoluted. No, 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 so no but I it apologize. makes, it makes complete and total sense. Here's, here's what I would say. This would be my opinion. I think if you were to put truth serum. And Patty Gasson, I think it. I think she'd say, "Yeah, it pisses me off." You know, I'm sorry. Good to the kids. No, but, good, right? good. I like that. But I also, and and I think it would because, listen, man, there are, there is a thousand, there's a million people on Twitter that have a Bible verse in their Twitter bio, and they will mf you to death. <laughs> and, and there, there'll be someone on Facebook who'll have this, God is my leader, but then they'll be the first person that's promoting like an OnlyFans site. That, I mean, Patty lives it, man. She lives it. And not just her, but it's the foundation that this program is on. And I'm not trying to go like Reverend Plank on you or anything, but Pop, that's what I think really gets her. Because I think a lot of these people know what she's about, and they just can't grasp that this team is able to do it over and over and over again. So it's it's the same thing you see in recruiting. Whenever you lose a star, what's the natural reaction? Oh, they must be cheat. They got to be. That's the only way. They got to be cheating right now, and that's the only way they're able to do what they're doing right now. And so, you know, I heard it this summer. There was um, a, a top five team. There was a top five team in the tournament that their coaches were openly telling recruits uh, and, and trying to complain in a roundabout way that OU was somehow getting NIL deals to go around scholarships. And that's how they were getting players like Haley Lee and Alex Storacco. When if, if you were to ask Haley or Alex or Alina or Sid, I mean, oh, that's not what Patty does. Sure, are, do they have a really good NIL program? Yeah, they do. Isn't and, that anti of what the university's but, stance on NIL is anyway? Yeah, it is. And so I, I see, what I, here's what I've learned about NIL. At Oklahoma, just in, in softball fits here, too. I don't think it's ever going to be something to where you hear of, hey, so-and-so got a $100,000 offer to go to OU. 
But once you get to OU and you prove it, you got a chance to make some money uh, on NIL around here with the businesses that are involved and the ways that they're using it. And Patty Gasso has embraced it from day one. So in, in, anyway, I, it's a long way to say, I think it really in a lot of ways is frustrating because that's not who she is. That's not what they're about. But at the core of it, Pop, in game, man, it's just more fuel. It just motivates her more. And it's that game where everyone is nice to your face and everyone tells you how impressed they are and how great they are. But as soon as they get a chance, man, they're like, oh, they're paying Ugh, players under the table. The so it's just, just unfortunate. And also because she is such a good person. You know, it's not an act. That's really her. Well, I'm, I, there's a part of me that to hear that it more than likely irritates her uh, or pisses her off is the fact that in a way, doesn't that 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 galulies your knees, right? You're taking mm-hmm. a lead pipe to the knee and it's it's cutting the legs out from underneath all the hard work that you've had to put in and accomplish to even get to this point, right. let alone the work to maintain it just with allegations that are thrown out there and you feel like that you have to defend yourself. No, like you that's the that. irritating part too. Right. It's like, haven't I proven enough that I don't have to defend myself on this self on this when there's not uh, leaked information that's out there that can point directly back to me. That's the that's the the messed up part of everything. Well, and everyone's probably dealing with a certain faction of this, right? It's just some people are doing it, and <laughs> some people aren't. And I I honestly feel like if you're just honest, like yeah, we got a really good NIL program, it's fine. People would accept it more because you know in, enticement's not supposed to be part of recruiting right now than NIL, but it is. But I just feel like so many people want to act like they're not. And, oh, no, we don't have that. Oklahoma's saying, yeah, we absolutely have it. We have a great NIL program. Now, you're not going to have a, a $20,000 offer on the table right here to come play. But if you come here and you immerse yourself in it, here's what you can do with NIL. It's part of every recruiting presentation now. So, yeah, I'm, um, I get kind of defensive about it, in case you can't tell. <laughs> but I'm also uh, – it's really cool to see – Pop, how she's adapted, right? And listen, Greg Popovich is going to be the best coach in the NBA this year because he has Victor Wimbignana. So it helps when you have the best players, Girl. right? It, it helps It helps a lot <laughs> it whenever you have the best players. It makes you a really good coach. But, you know, there is also you've got to massage egos. You've got to make sure that you're challenging them and you're not basically placating and you're kind of giving away to them. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really I'm happy for the success that she's having. She's earned it. Good stuff, dude. I appreciate you. Hope that you get the uh, games in uh, on time or uh, at least not have significant backups, man. But uh, could make for a very, very long night. It could indeed. Have a good time, man. Appreciate you for jumping on. All right. That's Chris Plank, the voice of the uh, Oklahoma Sooner softball program. And they're on the sidelines for the Sooners football team and virtually everything else that involves uh, Oklahoma. If it's not Toby, it's Plank, essentially. Uh, anytime that you listen to anything down there, Norman related. All right, it's one thirty-six here on the Blitz eleven seventy. Mother Nature at Oak Hill has been a you know what this week. Um, so we've had frost delays, we've had wind, we've had warmth. Now we've got rain. Basically, throwing everything that she has at a major championship. A lot like that we had last year here at the PGA, where we didn't necessarily have frost. But it was sure as hell cold on that Saturday with all the rain moving in after it was a hot and steamy Thursday and Friday 
here at Southern Hills. We'll get an update for you on what the leaderboard looks like and much more when we come back next here on the Blitz 1170. Cowgirl softball chat in 20-plus minutes. Then we'll get some Cowboys baseball chat at 2.15. PGA Championship, Big 12, Power 5 conference revenue figures being released. Oh, and a little bit of non-sports, too, here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.